we go live in three, two, one, roll the footage. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Simon Severino, your host. And today, my guest is best-selling author, speaker, host of the Influence by Design podcast. She has built multiple businesses over the past 28 years and now works with thought leaders to build a bigger platform so they can amplify their credibility, match their income to their value, and impact more lives. We will dive into how we can build a bigger platform, for bigger business growth, how we can amplify our credibility so that our income matches our value and how we can create more impact for us, for our families and for the world. Welcome everybody, Samantha Riley. Thanks for having me, Simon. I'm so excited to be here with you today. What are you currently creating? Oh, lots, as most entrepreneurs are, lots and lots. But I think the the thing that I'm most proud of creating right now is um, a team of genies. And, I, and we call them genies because they're a team of um, implementers that help our clients to, um, and to answer their wishes. Like who doesn't have a wish to get, I want someone to do something. I wish I had someone that could take that off my plate. So we have a team of genies that, that support all of our clients. And why I'm so excited about it is that uh, my husband and I, so my husband is my business partner, we sat down to discuss how we could create a big impact. And uh, the answer to that question previously was always get more clients, get more clients. And we started to think bigger and think, what if we could not just impact our clients by helping them to grow their businesses, to help take jobs off their plate, to make it easier for their families, but what if we could hire more people to make a bigger impact for them so then they could put food on the table, you know, make sure that they're able to send their, you know, educate their children and so forth. So we're really excited to be growing our team of genies and have got big plans this year to, uh, to really, you know, grow that team so that we can impact as many people as possible. They come out of a bottle and they sing. Da, 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 Absolutely. Why not? You know, rub the magic bottle and, and get your wish. <laughs> That's what we all want, right? <laughs> I love the image. It brings back uh, emotions. And, um, you know, my, my picture, when I was creating Strategy Sprints, my picture was to have Spider-Man has his friend, the guy in the chair. And he says, oh, what should I do? My friend, tell me, help me. And then he said, give me a second, and he would help. So I totally feel, yes, we need genies, right? So tell us Absolutely. about the genies. What, how do those genies look like? How can they help us? The, so we've got multiple teams of genies. We've got genies that help with creating and repurposing content. We've got a web team. We have got an automation team. Um, uh, audio editors, we've got video editors. So really all of those things behind the scenes that as coaches, consultants, all the authors and speakers, the things that we don't enjoy doing, the genies take over all of those tasks behind the scenes so that we can be the face of our business and show up doing what we love. That's perfect. They concentrate on their zone of genius and everything else is taken care of by the genies. How exactly, build... and then we can show up in our zone of genius. Yes. 
how can we build a bigger platform? And what's a platform in the first place? So what are we building if we are not building a platform? Why should we build a platform? Yeah. So a platform, I guess, is another another way to say your audience. So your platform is where you're able to step up and stand up and address your audience. And to me, building building that bigger platform so that we're able to speak with more people means that we can create a bigger impact. So it's really important to think about our personal brand. Uh, let me give you a couple of um, examples of this. Someone like um, if you were thinking who in the space would be the um, you know, the go-to person for shame and vulnerability. We all, you know, immediately think of Brene Brown. She's got a big platform. She's got her Netflix show. She's got her books. You know, she's got multiple ways of getting her, her information out there with her podcast, with her books. So by her having that bigger, um, that bigger platform, there's more people in the audience that enables her to actually share her message with more people, you know, and there's lots of other people we can think, you know, Richard Branson, Tony Robbins, any of these people have created a platform, which means that they've got so many more people to share their message with, which means that they have a greater impact. So it's really, really important to do that because, you know, as a personal brand, we're able to take that with us wherever we go, no matter, you know, if we pivot in our business or if we decide we want to go and do something different, we've still got that platform of people that we can share our message with. How did Brene Brown start? Do you know how, how her first years looked like? How did she scale it from, from small? So, I, I mean, I don't know the exact, you know, what happened before, but I know that the tipping point for her was her very first TED Talk. So her very first TED Talk went viral. Um, I can't remember what year it is off the top of my head. You've caught me off, but it was early, I'm going to guess around maybe 2010, 2012. And that first TED Talk went viral and that gate, because she built that platform and gained that audience, that meant that she could impact more people and grow virally a lot more quickly. It means that everything else she does or did from that point forward automatically has more people that she can share her message with. Um, and as people, you know, as entrepreneurs, as coaches, as experts, authors, speakers, this is really important to us. We've all got something that we really want to share. We've got something that we really want to share to change um, to really make an impact in the world, to create a change. So if we're only sharing that with a small amount of people, then we're, we're not really making the difference that we all know that we're capable of making. Your second CEO tip is about credibility. How can we amplify our credibility? Yeah, so amplifying your credibility is around all of these pieces that help us to build the platform. So speaking is definitely one. Think about any conference that you've been to and think about where you position those speakers. You know, we all look at a speaker and we look up to them and and we, we already know that they're a trusted expert because they're in front of us. So speaking, um, writing a book. So very much about writing an authority positioning book, sharing your unique methodologies in a book. I mean, the word authority has the word author in it. So to be that authority, um, you know, to share our thoughts over a book or through a book is really, um, is really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, it, it's, it's optimal. 
um, anything that is putting us from a one-on-one -on -one conversation into a one-to-many conversation is going to amplify our credibility. So like um, the conversation that you and I are having now, being on podcasts, uh, being uh, running webinars or workshops, whether they're live or online, all of these things where we're speaking in a one-to-many um, environment is going to help us to amplify that credibility. Totally. Do you have an example where we are currently working with people on doing that? And how does it feel like to be in the middle of that process? As in, uh, so the, the system that I use to take my clients through is a mm -hmm. nine-step thought leaders scale system. And it has all of those, um, it has nine steps. So there is, it's all around visibility. So visibility and positioning is all about getting uh, more money in the door. It's about leverage, uh, which I know you talk a lot about, Simon. You've talked to my podcast about, shared some really great tips. And leverage is all about getting your time back so that you can impact more people. Um, and then there is this, you know, so we've got the authority positioning, we've got the, the uh, leverage and the visibility. And the visibility is about getting more eyeballs. And the nine-step system that includes, you know, speaking, uh, or uh, writing a book, workshops, all of these pieces are all part of this nine-step system. You know, yesterday I, I was talking to somebody. She, she asked me for feedback on her first TEDx talk because I gave a TEDx talk. And then the first thing that I said is you have to build something in the back because otherwise all those yes. eyeballs will not create any results for you. I had a ton of eyeballs, right. but I had zero, zero results from my TEDx talk, ex ex excepting, you know, a couple of conversations about it. People who wrote me um, some emotions that they had, but in terms of business results, zero, because I had nothing in the back ready to to catch that attention and to do something with it. So what can people build in the back to turn that eyeballs into, you know, into conversations, into projects? I really love that you said this because I'm really, really passionate about this. A lot of people talk about having a message they want to share, but they're unable to monetize it. So I actually, um, I'm going to turn that a little bit on its head because I don't believe that some of those things come first. I think very first you have to know what is it that you're making your money through. So in my nine-step system, your money mechanism is the second piece. What is it that you're creating? What is um, what is your, your program or your online course, your product, your mastermind? How are you going to work with people? Because even if um, you you just want to be someone, and I said just, but even if you your business model is you want to be a speaker, for example, and, and speak to motivate audiences, if you don't have a piece off the back end as well to look after the people that want to learn more from you, you're essentially letting them down. So you need to have a piece there that you can lead people into that does create money on the front end and the back end exactly like you said to make sure that you're you're able to look after as many people as possible so like i said online courses programs masterminds are all really great uh great ways to do that your your next ceo tip is about getting the value that we are really worth 
And this is where I am absolutely excited because I always charge below my worth and my self-worth and my pricing. They become a mess together. So I guess this is relevant for so many of us. And I'm super curious to hear that after one word from our sponsors. What if your business would run well even when you are on vacation? Discover how 1,600 business owners have regained their freedom using the Strategy Sprint's blueprints. How they enjoy living their dream and watching their business scale. Get the exact checklists they use to go from stressed to fulfilled using the Strategy Sprint's method. Order your copy of Strategy Sprint's 12 Ways to Accelerate Growth for an Agile Business on Amazon today. And if you love it, leave us a review. For more information, head over to strategiesprints.com. You know, every business coach I ever had always said, Simon, you have to work on your self-worth. Simon, self-worth. Simon, self-worth. Charge more. Be more confident. And it's so tough. And I'm still working on it like 10 years later. It's getting better, but it's so tough. How do we bring that in alignment? Do you know, I'm really, really passionate about this piece because so many people talk about charging your worth. Your worth, exactly like you just said, is tied up into your belief of yourself. It's tied to your self-confidence and what you believe you're worth. But what if instead we could charge what our value is? Because charging our worth is our belief system. Charging our value is very logical. I've got this degree, I've worked with these people, I get these outcomes with my clients, and now we're able to look at this is the transformation that I um, achieve when I'm working with clients, so my value is this much. So I don't believe that we should be charging what we think about ourselves, because what we think about ourselves is irrelevant. It's what value are we providing to our clients? And as soon as you make this change, that will change your pricing model overnight, guaranteed. Oh, so this seems to be the two different schools, right? We say, right, I can, I can decrease your costs by 30% and that's why 5%, that's what I charge. That's by value, right? And the other school of thought is, no, 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 you are worth a lot and go with that. And so you, you are in camp one, like I am, but every business coach is, te is telling everybody right now the opposite, right? You are worth a lot and you come from there and you don't wait until your product really delivers those results. Just start with believing in it. And so you go the other way around. You say, no, 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 let's deliver results. And then a part of that is the pricing. What was the, the, the process that got you to this camp? So it's really about unpacking your IP, unpacking your knowledge, your, um, ex your expertise, your experience and getting this down onto paper so what is it um that what is it that you do not not how you feel about yourself when you're unable to uh, when you're sorry when you're able to unpack your ip when you're able to create you know visual models or very clear systems that are understood easily people suddenly understand um, the value that you're providing because you're able to walk them through a very simple process. So the way that we're able to understand and charge our value is to unpack that IP and create something that is simply understood so that when we're explaining this to people, they go, oh, 
yep, okay, I get it. I understand what my outcome is, not what you do. They understand their outcome and what's in it for them. And then when we're able to say, well, this is the process, process uh, step one, step two, step three, the outcome that you're likely to get or, you know, that you should expect to get if you put in the work is this amount of money. And people go, oh, I understand what the ROI of that of investing my money and my time into that. Yep, yeah, cool. I understand the value now. What if somebody listening right now goes, well, that sounds great, but I don't know exactly what the value is because it's always different. It's always customized. How do you how do you work with that? I think that this is when it's really important to work with someone else. You know, I explain this like when you're the person that's in there trying to price your price your products and your programs, price your offers, it's like you're walking through mud. You know, it's it's slow, it's hard to see, it's very difficult to do it. So ask someone on the outside, what do you because they it's easier for people to see your value from the outside. So work with someone and get them to help you to understand, well, this I think would be valued at this much. Because the thing with pricing is it's made up. The value to one person is very different to the value of another person. So make sure you have someone that's really trusted in your world to help you work through that. Um, because yeah, it's, it really is very difficult to see your value when you're kind of in the trenches, when you're in the mud. Tell, tell us about your podcast, Influence by Design. Why did you start it? What motivates you? Yeah, so I started it back in 2015. It was originally called um, Thought Leaders Business Lab. It's gone through a rebrand, I think maybe about 18 months ago. And the reason I call it Influence by Design is that I'm very passionate about people living by their unique design. So I use um, a foundation working with my uh, clients called Human Design, which is about understanding your unique energetic blueprint and creating a very a business that's very unique to you. Because I'm sure you've seen this too, Simon, a lot of people um, see, you know, maybe what you're doing and say, Simon's really successful, I'm going to do it exactly the same as Simon. And then it doesn't work for them because they're a different person. They have a different thought process. They're, you know, different energetics behind what they do. So, Uh, what I do on my podcast is help coaches and consultants to scale from six to seven figures, give them actionable advice, but also bring this human design aspect into it and um, and really help people to understand that when they're in alignment with their own energetics, that things happen much easier. Um, so I bring the, so, the so energetic... So when you work with them, you go, wait a second, are you a manifester? Are you a generator? Are you a projector? Are you a reflector? Correct. What else is there? A mix exactly. of those? Yeah, there's five different types. There is the reflector, as you said, they're quite rare. The projector, the manifester, the manifesting generator and the generator. Um, so they're the five main types. And within that, everyone is very unique. It's like a, it's like a, a fingerprint. We're all very unique. And when we understand the way that we're wired and the way that we interact with the world, we can make sure that our business is in alignment. And when that happens, we're able to, to understand the way that we work and, um, you know, bring the right team in, get the right and strategy, the main... make sure that we're feeling good. What's the main energetic difference? Is it that one pushes energy into the world, the other is more in the in a receiving mode? Should you stay with your energy? 
So it's di it's different for everyone, but you're right. There are some people that like a more attractive, attracting kind of energy. There's people that um, that are very um, they're designed to initiate a little bit more. Manifestors are designed to initiate. Uh, generators are more designed to attract. I mean, you know, we've got those five different types and then within that there's um, a lot of different nuances. So it's about the way that we understand that work makes us feel. It's the way that we understand uh, how to make decisions, the way that we, we generally um, relate to the world around us. So it's, it's the way that people feel with it when they're with us. So I'll give you a small example. I did mention that a manifester is designed to initiate. So the way that a manifester can market is to very much tell people, hey, this is what I'm doing. If this is good for you, come join me. Where for someone like a projector who is designed to wait for the invitation, if they push and 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 tell people what they're doing too much and and you know and initiate, it doesn't work for them. They're designed to kind of be more, hey, this is this is who I am and this is what they're doing and they kind of wait for people to invite them into things. That's super high level, but but that just gives you an idea that if we all marketed exactly the same, it wouldn't work. We're not all designed to uh, to interact with the world, make decisions the same way. And so what does sales look like for a projector if they wait? This, this actually confuses a lot of projectors, actually, because they are designed to wait for the invitation. And as entrepreneurs, we can't just sit there and just wait for people to come to us. So this is where um, really showing up as the authority is really, really important. They need to be always showing up and saying, hey, this is what I'm doing. So rather than saying, hey, guys, I want to be on a, you know, um, or reaching out to people and saying, hey, Simon, I want to be on your podcast. Energetically, you might feel, oh, this person's a little bit pushy. But if you saw them on Instagram saying, hey, I was just on this podcast and I shared this information. And maybe if you've got a podcast, if you'd like to, you know, I'd love to be on it, just, you know, reach out. That That's a different way that you can get the invitation. So as a projector, you need to be showing up a lot so that you can attract those invitations. Oh, I love this, that you go into the nuance of the, the energetic blueprint, basically, of everybody and take that into consideration. And then you have genies 100%. for the rest, right? If they, if they are strong in that DNA, then they should do more of that. And the rest is taken care of by your genies. A great concept. Uh, who should call you and who should not call you? Mm, I love this. So the people that should call, call me are established experts. So coaches, consultants, authors, speakers that are really good at what they do and they want more people to know who they are so that they can make millions and impact millions. They're the people that should reach out. The people that shouldn't call me are people that are just starting out if they're on day one. If you're on day one, there's plenty of coaches that can help you start up. But my zone of genius is helping people to really amplify their results. And where can they find you and the genies? So you can find me at samanthariley.global or as you mentioned before, Simon, if you want to get a little taste of, uh, of how I work, you can also find me at the Influence by Design podcast. Super cool. 
Samantha, where do you take your inspiration from? What are books, podcasts that inspire you? Oh, can I share my top three favorite books that I absolutely yeah. love? Um, the, the first book, and these these are not all necessarily business books. So number one is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Mm. And I love The Four Agreements because this has helped me so much in business to uh, you know, not take things personally to always make sure I'm showing up in my best way. It's a very yeah, simple book to read. Yeah, it's a great book. I can You can read it in, you know, an hour or two, but it's really good to keep top of mind to be able to, you know, move through the roller coaster of what business is like. Um, I heard it my... as an book. It was, it was a, quick, okay. a quick listen, but I'm still working on not taking things personally. It, it's takes a long time to really do it right and also oh. always give your best just check that you gave your best not the result did you give your best in that moment right yeah it's one of those books that i pick up often because like you mentioned um you know we work on not taking things personally we're humans having a human experience it doesn't matter how much work we do we can always easily slip you know you have a bad day and slip back into it so it's that book that you know when you're having a bad day you can pick back up and go yep i've got this i can do this um so that's a really great book i absolutely love shoe dog by phil knight who is the founder of nike and I love this book because when I read it, I almost saw myself in his story and go, you know what? I've made a lot of mistakes, but all of those mistakes have got me to where I am today uh, because I've learned from all of those mistakes and failures and all of those hard, hard times and challenges. So for me, that book gave me a lot of confidence of like, yeah, yeah, I've got this because it's easy for us to get very caught up in um, all of the things that go wrong because as entrepreneurs where, um, you know, we're always trying to be better. We're always going higher and pushing harder. And it's good to actually just take stock and go, yep, that, that's kind of cool. That's where we're at. So, uh, so yeah, love those two books there. They're two of my favorites. Love it. And you had the third one. Oh, I did, didn't I? I did say three. Um, Book Yourself Solid by Michael Port would be my third book. Um, that's a book that I read right back when I first started um, my like, started business coaching, so maybe about 2011. A lot of the principles are in it are like really good foundational principles and it gets you to work through what they are. And I think it doesn't matter how long you've been in business, it's always good to go back to those foundational principles principles and revisit. I feel like business is almost like a cycle. There's never any end. And I think that every time we're leveling up, we're kind of going through that cycle of refining all the time. I love it. Which, which human design type are you and what does it mean for your leadership? Yeah, I'm a generator. So what that means is that I'm here as one of the one of the let's say the worker bees i'm here to do work and specifically i'm here to do work that lights me up that's what specifically makes us generators is that we get this feeling in our body in our sacral that lights up that gets us really excited and when our sake you know when we're in that sacral yes this is it we can just go and go and go and go but when, we're, when we say yes to the wrong things, the things that, that aren't designed to us, we feel very flat 
and we get frustrated and very, you know, it can sort of manifest in depression and all these sorts of things. Um, and we're also designed for mastery. So about, you know, diving deep into one thing and getting really, really good at it. And that is definitely played out for my entire life. I've um, always wanted to be the best at everything I can do. And, you know, I'll do every course and all the training I can possibly find to, to constantly refine and get better at everything that I do. And so for generators, it's important to say no to things and to, to feel what's, what's not right, what's not aligned. You 100% hit it on the head. It's as important to say yes to the right things as it is important to say no to the things that aren't meant for you. So as generators, because we do have this, you know, go, go, go kind of energy, it can be very easy when we're out of alignment to say yes to everything and mm. then be overwhelmed. Um, overwhelmed and get run down. Um, so I know once I got used to what this sacral feeling was, I could understand who to say no to. So uh, I'm very big on collaborations and partnerships. So I'm, and I used to say yes to all of them. And now I get this feeling and I know to trust it of, yes, this is a really good opportunity for me or no, this isn't right for me now. So it doesn't mean it's not necessarily right for me forever, but I can say, no, right now, this isn't right. That doesn't mean that it's not right in the future, but it's not right now. Wow. Maybe we should do another episode soon, uh, just on those human design uh, blueprints. A hundred percent. Yeah, totally. It's, it's a fabulous, a fabulous system. Beautiful. All right. Thank you, Samantha, for being here, sharing with us your journey, your wisdom. And um, who should be my next guest? Oh, so this is someone that I interviewed this morning. And as soon as I interviewed him, I thought I'm going to introduce Simon to this person. And it's Rob Brown from Truest Fan. Rob has got a really great system on how to dream bigger than you ever thought possible and then how to... to um, how to take that dream and implement it so that you actually achieve it. I really loved his passion and his system for doing that. So you should def I will definitely do an introduction, but yeah, look up Rob Brown from Truest Fan. Powerful. We all need to, to help in, in dreaming bigger and, and implementing. Thank you so much, Samantha. 100%. Samantha Riley, everybody, go check her stuff. And please come back soon. Let's do Thanks. the human design stuff. See you soon. Bye -bye. 100% Simon, thanks. <laughs> hey, if you love what you are hearing, you will love our free masterclasses. Go grab them at strategiesprints.com. What if your business would run well even when you are on vacation? Discover how 1,600 business owners have regained their freedom using the Strategies Prints blueprints. How they enjoy living their dream and watching their business scale. Get the exact checklists they use to go from stressed to fulfilled using the Strategies Prince method. Order your copy of Strategies Prince 12 Ways to Accelerate Growth for an Agile Business on Amazon today. And if you love it, leave us a review. For more information, head over to strategiesprints.com.